Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. It is always my great joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you, and I pray that these daily podcasts are a blessing to you and your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. If you would like more information about us as a church and how we can come alongside of you in your walk with the Lord Jesus, please please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net, and you can find all the information you need to know about us there. Uh, Today, we're going to continue in Acts chapter number 13, and we're going to uh, be looking today at the beginning of Paul and Barnabas's missionary journey. You remember yesterday, we went through that entire process where Barnabas and Saul, they were set apart to do the work of the ministry, set apart by the Holy Spirit, the Bible says. And I talked to you yesterday about a church's sending capacity and how oftentimes in the church we hoard up uh, these teachers for ourselves and we say they're ours. We don't want the world to know anything about them because we want them to help us build our kingdom when indeed we should be saying, look, whatever we have to do to build the kingdom of God, that's what's most important. So God, if you set this one apart for your work, we will willingly as a church send them and support them on the journey. And praise God, that's what Antioch did. And it's a great model for all churches everywhere to be intentionally engaged in seeking the face of God for who the Holy Spirit has set apart to fulfill his work. And when those individuals are identified, take time to disciple them, take time to work with them, and then when the time comes, pray over them, fast over them, anoint them, lay your hands on them, and send them out to do the work of the ministry. What a great blessing that is, and it shows true church health when we actually are sending people out to do the work of the ministry. Well, today we're going to see what happens when Paul and Barnabas actually embark on this missionary journey. The Bible says that they were sent out, Acts 13 verse 4, by the Holy Spirit. Listen, may we never go forward without him. You will remember back in Acts chapter 1 how Jesus said, you will receive the Father's promise. He said, but wait before you go. So don't go without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. To go forward without him surely is a perilous uh, task. You will not make it. You can go forward in your own strength. You can go forward in your own power. But if you go forward in those things, there will be no success. Instead, if you wait and go with him, you can be sure that any fruit that is that, that, that comes forward is for him, through him, and for his glory. And so the Bible said they were sent out by the Holy Spirit. When God, who had set them apart, sent them out, the Bible says, they came down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed on to Cyprus. And arriving in Salamis... They proclaimed God's message in the Jewish synagogues. And so this is going to become the pattern of Saul, uh, the Apostle Paul, 
throughout the Bible, throughout the book of Acts, we're going to see him going to these cities. And the first place he's going to go is the Jewish synagogue. And he does this intentionally. These are people of his own nationality, his own heritage. These are people that have a common belief in the Old Testament. And here's a man who was raised in Old Testament uh, teachings and, of course, knows those things. And so he's able to go into these synagogues and he's able to have an immediate audience and he's able to begin to teach them the gospel message. And so it says he goes to the Jewish synagogues and they also had with them John as their assistant. That is John Mark. And the Bible says when they had gone through the whole island as far as Paphos, they came across a sorcerer, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus. And he was with the pro-council Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man. Now, let me pause right there for a moment and tell you that it is believed that the family of Sergius Paulus lived in Antioch of Pisidia and that Paul may have indeed carried a letter with him to his family from Antioch in order to share the gospel with him. So some believe that the reason Barnabas and Saul of Tarsus, now the Apostle Paul, went to this area was for one reason, to find Sergius Paulus and to be able to share the gospel with him because his family in Antioch desired to see him saved. Now, you know, we don't see that in the narrative, but surely it's an interesting tidbit of information, if true, and it reminds us that we should all desire the salvation of our families. Have you ever considered for a moment that oftentimes your family can be the hardest people to share the gospel with? And that seems a bit strange, but uh, I will tell you in my own life, I I can walk up to a complete stranger in Walmart and share the gospel with them, but if you ask me to share with a lost cousin, I have a difficult time. I don't know why it is, but that's just how it is sometimes. But friends, they're our family, and we should be uh, we should we should be more intent to share the gospel with them. What a ripe mission field! They know you, you know them. You're from the same family. Go and take the gospel to them. And so, if that's true, we see that Paul takes a letter to Sergius Paulus for one intent to share the gospel. The Bible says. That this man summoned Barnabas and Saul and desired to hear God's message. But Elymas, the sorcerer, so this is the same guy, Bar, uh, uh, this, is, this is Bar Jesus, Elymas he's called here, the sorcerer, this is the meaning of his name. He opposed them and he tried to turn the proconsul away from the faith. So as, as they're preaching and teaching uh, Sergius Paulus, Elemis, or this guy named Bar Jesus, is in his other ear, and he's whispering and doing everything he can to keep him from turning his heart to Christ. Now, the Bible tells us that Saul, also called Paul, that's the first place we see that in the text, Saul, also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, he stared straight at the sorcerer. And he said, you son of the devil. So he calls it just like it is. He knows who is, who has got this guy in his hand. He knows who's leading this charge, this assault against the gospel. He knows it's none other than the devil himself. He says, you son of the devil, you, you are full of deceit and fraud. You're an enemy of righteousness. 
Won't you ever stop perverting the straight paths of the Lord? Now look, the Lord's hand is against you, and you are going to be blind and will not see the sun for some time. And suddenly a mist of darkness fell on him, and he went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. Now let's think about this for a moment. Here you have a sorcerer who has been with Sergius Paulus for uh, an un. we, we don't know what amount of time, but, but when you think about a sorcerer, what are they known for? They're known for magic. They're known for slot of the hand tricks. They're known for their cultic practices. They're known for being able to do these things uh, using these spiritual forces, these spiritual powers that nobody else can do. And so here is, here is this guy, Bar-Jesus or Elemis, and he is, has this great power through sorcery. Well, now... Now, Paul, through praying to the Holy Spirit, has actually said, you will be blind and the sorcerer goes blind. So so who has the greater power in them? Well, of course, Paul does. And, And that power is seen in this instant as Elemis is now blinded and he's having to be led around by the hand. So for Sergius Paulus, who has obviously employed this guy because he's following him everywhere he goes, now he sees where the real power is at. He sees that the power is not in the forces of hell. Instead, the power is with the forces of heaven and the Holy Spirit of God and the gospel. And the Bible says that the pro-council, seeing what happened, believed and was astonished at the teaching about the Lord. Friends, what a story. What a conversion. And it's something for all of us to remember today as we go and share the gospel. There is a dark world out there that seeks to do everything it can do to stifle the advancement of the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. But remember, the power is on your side. The Holy Spirit is working through you and for you to make much of Jesus. We do not have to fear the lost world. We don't have to fear the darkness of this world because the power is with us. All we have to do is open our mouths and allow him to use us as a vessel. So I ask you the question today, are you willing to go to war for Jesus Are you willing to allow the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to lead you to deep, dark places, even if it means your very life? Are you willing today to stand for Christ and allow the Holy Spirit of God to do the supernatural through you so that people like Sergius Paulus might come to a saving relationship with Jesus? Well, friends, I pray you are. Just seek God's face and ask Him, where do you want me? How can you use me? And Lord, give me the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that I can make much of your son Jesus. And I promise you, He'll go with you. Friends, may God bless you on your journey. I look forward to seeing you next time on New Horizons. 